On today's episode, the Chicago Blackhawks held their media day yesterday at Fifth Third Arena, and we got to hear from both head coach Luke Richardson and general manager Kyle Davidson before training camp gets underway. I'll break it all down right here on Locked On Blackhawks. Your Locked On Blackhawks, your daily podcast on the Chicago Blackhawks. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Welcome to the Lockdown Blackhawks podcast, your daily podcast on the Chicago Blackhawks. Today is Thursday, September 22nd. I'm your host, Jack Bushman. You can find me out on Twitter at JackBushman2, or you can also go and check out my strictly Blackhawks account at Talkin' Hockey for all the latest Blackhawks news and updates. And if you're listening to the audio version of today's podcast, and you like what you're hearing, then please be sure to go and show some support. First, by following the podcast, be sure to also go and rate the show with five stars, and you can also leave me a review if you want to if you're tuning in through Apple Podcasts or through Spotify. And the best part about it all is that it's 100% for free wherever you may be listening to your podcast. Go and follow right now, and you'll be able to get the latest episode as soon as it comes out each day. If you're not already watching the video version of today's episode, then you got to be sure to go and check out Lockdown Blackhawks on YouTube because every episode moving forward, folks, throughout this upcoming regular season is going to have a video uploaded to YouTube as well. So if you haven't done so yet, please make sure to go and subscribe to Lockdown Blackhawks on YouTube. I would really appreciate all the support, folks. Also, be sure to go and smash the like button down below on this video and comment as to whether or not you feel confident in this new Blackhawks coaching staff that has taken over. And last, go and ring the bell, turn on those push notifications, and you'll be able to get the latest episode as soon as it gets uploaded to YouTube each and every day. All right, good morning, everyone. Thank you all for joining me on another episode of Lockdown Blackhawks, your one-stop shop for all things Chicago Blackhawks. And thank you all for making the show Your first listen here to start off your day. Yesterday was media day for the Chicago Blackhawks at Fifth Third Arena, and both GM Kyle Davidson and Coach Luke Richardson talked with the media, and we got to hear a couple of interesting things from each of those two. Nothing really groundbreaking, if I'm being honest, but there still was some intriguing information that all of us Blackhawks fans would be happy to know about before heading into the season. And I'm going to touch on all of that here on today's episode. First though, I'm going to start off with new head coach Luke Richardson and kind of the mentality that he has behind his first season as Blackhawks head coach. And I thought this was also really interesting because obviously he was chatting with Kyle Davidson right beside him and it kind of captured the differences in mentality and the different mantras that each of these two have uh, as the Blackhawks, you know, embark upon this rebuild. This is essentially kind of the first full year of that with this being Kyle Davidson's first full year as general manager. Um, But it was just interesting to hear, you know, the differences between a coach and the general manager, because for Luke Richardson and for his players as well, uh, obviously they're not just going to be mailing it in. They're going to go out there trying to compete, trying to win each and every night. 
And it was kind of funny because uh, Luke Richardson even said with like a grin on his face that he's going to try to make life in Kyle Davidson's job difficult for him because they're, they're going to go in with a competitive mindset. Um, they're not just going to be handing out games. You don't tank on a player coach level. Tanking always comes from the front office. They're the ones who are in charge of the greater schemes, uh, the larger pictures. And obviously Kyle Davidson knows that this team has a long way to go before uh, getting back to where we want them to be. But Luke Richardson, he's, you know, not just going to pack it in. And as a head coach, you can't have that mentality or else you're not going to earn any respect from the players. Um, So it was just kind of uh, obviously a different approach and mindset from what Kyle Davidson has. But at the same point, you know, Kyle was like, hey, I want to win here too. And it's, yeah, I'm sure Kyle Davidson wants to be competitive night in and night out. And he wants to see development from the team throughout the course of the year. And look, I'm sure if, you know, he could have this rebuild go as fast as possible and they could win right away and be ready to be Stanley Cup contenders. Yeah, I'm sure that he would absolutely love that. I'm sure he doesn't want this to be uh, a five-year process if it doesn't have to be. But what he realizes, though, is with the team that he's kind of assembled to put on the ice this year, the likelihood of them, sure, they want to win and they want to compete, but the likelihood of them actually doing that isn't all that great. it just makes for an interesting mixture right now between the, the levels of the Blackhawks organization, the players, the coaching staff, they're going to be doing everything in their power to make sure this rebuild, you know, is as short as possible, or maybe even show the front office that they don't need to do this. Now that's probably not how it's actually going to go, but what can you really expect the coaches or the players to say differently? You know, they're going to be asked about this a million times throughout training camp and throughout the season. Oh, obviously people are talking about how the Blackhawks are tanking and they're not trying to win this year. How do you guys feel about that in the locker room? They're obviously going to say, we're going to work hard every game. We're never trying to lose on purpose. Like those are the things you expect players and coaches to say. And then for Kyle Davidson, yeah, he wants to win too, but he has a job to do and that's getting the Blackhawks to have an open competitive window for as long as possible one day again. And whether that be one years or five years, that's, I mean, it is of concern, of course, but regardless, he just wants to make sure he does it right. And winning this year would kind of uh, put Kyle Davidson and the Blackhawks in a little bit of a tougher spot, I think, moving forward. Now, it would be lovely to know that this doesn't have to be a six or seven year process, but uh, that's probably what it's going to take if we're being realistic here. So it, it was just interesting to hear the differences Uh, between Luke Richardson and Kyle Davidson while they're sitting next to each other. Obviously, they have the same goals. They want to win. They want this to work. But there is um, just a different dynamic and a different mentality from each of those two as the season is about to begin. But all in all, from Luke Richardson, everything I heard was, you know, he said all the right things once again, as he has done each and every time he's spoken since being named the Blackhawks head coach. I thought it was also really cool to hear Luke talk about how um, he's coming in this year and not only does he have a lot to prove as a head coach, but um, he he wants to wants the guys to be themselves in the locker room. He doesn't want, Obviously, he's going to command respect, but he doesn't want to put any pressure on the players or he just wants them to be light, wants them to be themselves. As I said, 
doesn't want them to tense up whenever the coach is in the room. No, he wants them to be free to be who they are, and he'll build relationships with guys based off that. And, you know, it's just really cool knowing that Luke Richardson is a former player himself. He gets what the players are going through, and um, everything I've heard about him as a coach and how he can relate to players, I've been really thrilled to hear that. And it's clear that he cares about these guys, and uh, he wants them to be comfortable in there because if they're not, it's just going to ruin the dynamic and things aren't going to be achieved the way that the coaching staff, the organization, the front office, regardless of where you're at top to bottom, those things won't be, the job won't be getting done properly if guys aren't feeling like it's a comfortable atmosphere. So I thought that was just something important that Luke Richardson added. Uh, and he also said, you know, it's kind of nice that he's coming in here without any preconceived notions and doesn't have any real ties to any certain guys or everything. He, he, he's got to know everyone for who they are. Uh, and build those relationships really from the ground up. And kind of that fresh start, I think, is exactly what the Blackhawks need, too. They don't need anyone who's going to pamper some of the older guys or take it easy on some players in particular. No, everyone's got to earn their keeps here, and it's a fresh slate heading into this season. So all in all, from what I heard from Luke Richardson, I was very happy, and every time he talks, you know, I'm really thankful that this is the man Blackhawks have as their new head coach. I'm excited to see what the team in front of him is going to be able to do this season. Even without the wins and losses, probably not going to be very good. Uh, I think there's still a lot more to that when gauging how successful this first year will be for Luke Richardson. And then also both Richardson and Davidson talked about Jonathan Taves and Patrick Kane as well. And I know this is what a lot of Blackhawks fans care about. Uh, but I don't want to tease any of you folks. Nothing really all that interesting was said here by either Davidson or Richardson about Taves and Kane's futures. Um, Davidson talked about how there hasn't been any trade discussions whatsoever. Uh, there haven't been any contract extensions either, for that matter. Um, he did say there hasn't been anything formally, so maybe just kind of shooting the shit, if you will. Um, they, they talked about maybe sticking around or something, but on both ends of the spectrum there, no contract extensions, no trade discussions. What we already know is what um, Davidson confirmed is that Kane and Taves are focused solely on the start of the season. They haven't made their minds up on what they want to do. They just want this regular season to start and they'll kind of figure out everything from, from, uh, from there. So yeah, nothing really groundbreaking with Patrick Kane and Jonathan Taves, um, as we expected. That's that's what we've heard for the last month or two. They're not going anywhere at this point. They haven't even really thought about it. So just kind of confirming, again, what we already knew throughout the past couple of months. For Richardson, though, I thought it was really cool to hear. Uh, he said that since he has been hired as Blackhawks head coach, he's had uh, more communication with Taves and Kane than probably any other player, any other person, they've been having a bunch of chats. And for Richardson, I'm sure he's just kind of reminding those guys, not reminding them, they don't need to know, but it's probably just easier conversations between Kane and Richardson or Taves and Richardson than it is for Kane and Davidson or Taves and Davidson because Richardson shames the shares the same mindset that these two players have. They're going to try to win each and every game. They're not mailing anything in. Uh, and I'm sure. Richardson has kind of been reiterating that point that, hey, you know, these guys have all these ideas, but we're the ones that really get the final say here. And if we put something, you know, better together on the ice than what everyone's expecting, uh, it's going to make for a fun season. So 
Uh, I'm sure that's been a lot easier of a conversation for Patrick Kane and Jonathan Taves than it's been uh, with their discussions with Luke Richardson. But yeah, nothing really too news news breaking or groundbreaking or anything of that sort on the Taves and Kane front. Uh, and it sounds like they're just focused on the task at hand when the Chicago Blackhawks open up training camp later this afternoon. All right, there's the first bit of noteworthy news from Blackhawks Media Day that I wanted to talk about here on the show. Coming up in just a moment, I will get into what duties each Blackhawks assistant coach will have this season. But first, I need to talk to you all about Bet Online. BetOnline.net is your number one source for all pro and college football betting needs and sports info this season. Find all of the latest football developments, game matchups, news, and podcasts on whatever game you want to place a wager on. Bet Online is also your continued source for all sports wagering information, including live betting, esports, and game scores. Bet Online is both the fastest and the easiest way to check in on all your favorite sports and events, including MLB, MMA, boxing, and even golf. So head on over to the website today or you can also use your mobile device to learn more about the games, trends, and action. Bet online, where the game starts. All right, we're back here on the Lockdown Blackhawks podcast. Segment two, let's talk about what roles each of the Blackhawks assistant coaches will have for this upcoming season. Just as a quick reminder for those of you who may have forgotten, the Blackhawks have basically an entire new staff behind the bench for this season. Richardson obviously will be the head honcho as a first-time head coach in the NHL, while Kevin Dean, Derek Plant, and Derek King will be working as his assistants. The only one that's been here before was Derek King, obviously, as the interim, and previous to that, the head coach of the Rockford Ice Hogs. And one of my key storylines that I touched on a few days ago to keep an eye on throughout training camp and I guess throughout the regular season as well is how is this new coaching staff going to fare? Because they're a huge key, in my opinion, throughout this rebuild. And the Blackhawks front office really hired that staff believing that they can help change the tides of this organization moving forward. So I think this is going to be a really, I don't want to say crucial year for this coaching staff because, again, the team that Kyle Davidson has put, put together isn't expected to do a whole lot. but. It would be nice and comforting to see strides made in certain areas and to see this coaching group kind of come together and gain, you know, they're obviously going to gain the respect of the players, but just make some noticeable improvements, make some differences, have things be noticeably different than they have been in the past. I think that's one really big key to keep an eye on uh, in year one of Kyle Davidson's rebuild. But Getting into the duties that each of these assistant coaches are going to have for the season, starting with Kevin Dean, he's going to be the one that's in charge of the defense and the penalty kill. And just a little back background on uh, Dean, for those of you who may have forgotten where he came from, he was the former head coach of the Providence Bruins and then uh, spent the last few seasons as an assistant for the B's NHL squad. Uh, he's a former NHL veteran defenseman. Um, just like Luke Richardson, Richardson was an 1,000 game veteran in the NHL at the defensive position. And those guys are really going to be the ones that uh, try to sturdy up this defense that's really cost this Blackhawks team for a while now. And I like this combination Richardson being a defensive guy, 
Dean being a defensive guy, he'll be in charge of the defense and the penalty kill. This is the area where the Blackhawks really need to make strides because the penalty kill has been woesome for a while now. Overall defense, the Blackhawks have been getting outshot, outchanced on the wrong side of the analytics for years. That's been a central issue for this team is they've struggled so much in the defensive zone, they really haven't given themselves a chance. So I think it's really important for Kevin Dean to sure up both the PK and just the defensive side of things. And it's nice having a defensive-minded head coach as well to kind of get in there and, and make sure they're doing the right things. And that's why I have confidence in this zone scheme that Luke Richardson is going back to. As a former player himself and a thousand-game player in the NHL, I know the game was a lot different then, but he kind of have a set, has a sense of what works in the NHL, what defensemen like to run, how the communications can go, how to limit the amount of breakdowns. I'm really excited to see Richardson uh, as the head coach and then Dean kind of as the guy who's in charge of the defense himself. I'm excited to see them go at it and try to uh, change the way the Blackhawks have gone about playing defense for the past few seasons. Then Derek Plant will be uh, the one running the forward group and the power play. And Plant actually was here with the Blackhawks in the development role from 2015 to 2020. So I know the group is a lot different than it was then, but he's kind of familiar with some of the guys and some of their tendencies and, and what works too. And you know, obviously, as a former forward himself, he has some insight at that position. Uh, this is going to be the interesting one because I, I have faith in Luke Richardson's defensive mindset as a former defenseman that um, he and Dean are going to be able to make um, significant progression on the defensive side of things. The offense is really where I'm interested in the power play in particular because even when Alex DeBrinket was still here, the Blackhawks' man advantage was putrid and um they're gonna have to shape that up not this year again it won't really matter but in the future you're gonna need to have a better power play and a better system than the Blackhawks had uh if you want to be winning hockey games especially against some of the better teams in the league so really interested to see how Derek Plant is uh going to put his finger on on this forward group and also the Blackhawks power play when the year begins and then for Derek King, he's not in charge of a single unit. He's just more so in charge of game prep. I was thinking maybe like extra situations or certain particular situations that they need to work on, scouting the other team and all that stuff. More so than anything, ooh, apologies for my dog barking in the background. Um, more so than anything, I just think King's there for morale and for the vibes and for the support. He's really familiar with this group, especially the guys down in Rockford and those young guys who are trying to take the next step. Um, he, he knows these guys, and they really like being around him. He's a breath of fresh air. I think bringing Derek King back, again, even if he's not in charge of the penalty killer power play like we're not expecting him to be this season, uh, I think he's a good guy to oversee this group uh, and just kind of keep things light and have some fun at the ice and the guys are going to smile when he's around. I think that's important stuff too. And King also can provide value uh, to what these guys are doing on the ice as well. So I really like this group for the Blackhawks. Um, but only time is going to, going to tell whether or not um, they're the right coaches to be leading this rebuild here in Chicago. All right. There are the duties for each of the Blackhawks assistant coaches this year. Coming up in just a minute, I still have to get into where we can expect newcomer Max Domi to be slotted once training camp opens up later this afternoon.
Welcome back to the Lockdown Blackhawks podcast. I'm your host, Jack Bushman. Segment three, before I wrap things up and let you all go enjoy the rest of your days, I had to be sure to mention what Luke Richardson said he plans on doing with newcomer Mags Domi to open up training camp. And that's a golden opportunity for Mr. Domi as he is set to play alongside number 88, Patrick Kane, when things kick off later today at Fifth Third Arena. And something I've talked about on the show all summer long, folks, there are top six opportunities available heading into Blackhawks training camp. Patrick Kane and Jonathan Taves, I guess you can throw Tyler Johnson in there too, but those are really the only three guys, in my opinion, who have locked up top six spots as of right now. Like there is going to be opportunities. We know what Domi's going to do now, but there's still a good opportunity for Andreas Athanasiu. Taylor Radish is another guy, maybe a Philip Kurashev. Like there are jobs to be had up at the top of the lineup for the Chicago Blackhawks here. And I've mentioned several times, I wouldn't be shocked to see Domi or Athanasiu play a top line role. And now we know Max Domi is going to start the year um, alongside Patrick Kane. And Richardson mentioned how he thinks those two have established good chemistry together so far. Uh, the Blackhawks have been doing skates at Fifth Third Arena for the last couple of weeks now, and Domi was someone who was out there working with Patrick Kane. So those two, I guess, have uh, have established a connection here recently. And Richardson also believes that Domi's speed will benefit Patrick Kane and will be something that helps him work well together with number 88. So yeah, a really big opportunity for Mags Domi. We'll see how he handles that job throughout training camp and whether he's able to hold on to it once the regular season opens up in a couple of weeks. Uh, the real question for me is, is Jonathan Taves going to be playing with Patrick Kane? Are they going to go Domi, Taves, Kane? Now, the one thing I will say is it sounds like Domi's going to be the center to Patrick Kane. So if I had to guess, I think Taves and Kane are going to be split up once again, at least to open up training camp. Who knows how things are going to go from there. But uh, it could be, you know, Athanasiu, Domi, Kane, Radish, Domi, Kane. One count Lucas Reichel out from making the NHL roster. Reichel, Domi, Kane could be the top line on opening night. Um, but this is a, a mammoth opportunity for Mags Domi. And I think Andreas Athanasiu is going to get the same chance, whether that's at the left wing position with Domi and Kane or that's, you know, with Jonathan Taves and someone else. Both these guys, both these newcomers who signed one-year, $3 million deals with the Blackhawks, uh, before they're likely to be traded at the trade deadline, the Blackhawks are going to give them all the opportunities in the world to have success. And hopefully that'll go well and it'll boost their trade value up a little bit before the Blackhawks move on from them uh, come the early spring. So yeah, again, nothing too surprising here. I expected Domi and Athanasiu to be given golden opportunities in training camp, but Luke Richardson officially confirms what I was expecting. That's Max Domi is going to open the year alongside number 88, Patrick Kane in training camp. All right, folks, I think that is going to wrap up Thursday, September 22nd's episode of Lockdown Blackhawks. Thank you all again for tuning into the show and be sure to go and follow Lockdown Blackhawks right now, wherever you get your podcasts and go and subscribe to Lockdown Blackhawks on YouTube and you'll be able to get the latest episode as soon as it comes out each day. And after the show, you got to be sure to go and check out the Lockdown NHL podcast 
for all the latest news and updates throughout the NHL offseason. It's free and available on all platforms, so be sure to go and check out Lockdown NHL right now wherever you get your podcasts. Once again, thank you all for tuning into today's episode. I'm your host, Jack Bushman. You can find me out on Twitter at JackBushman2, or you could also go and check out my Strictly Blackhawks account at Talkin' Hockey for all the latest Blackhawks news and updates. And for any questions at all regarding anything related to the show or to the Blackhawks, feel free to email LockdownBlackhawks at gmail.com. You can also hit me up on any one of my Twitter accounts, or you could also call 708-653-0572 to leave a voicemail. So until tomorrow's episode, thanks again for tuning into the Lockdown Blackhawks podcast, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day.